Greetings, and welcome to Ashram's podcast series. Today, Kim Miller, Chief Quality Officer at Krista Santa Rosa Health System, and Mindy G. Spiegel, Director of Patient Experience, also at Christus Santa Rosa Health System, present Making the Connection Between Patient Safety and Patient Experience. Hi, I'm Mindy Spiegel, the Director of Patient Experience for Christus Santa Rosa Health System. I am sure you will all agree with me that providing patients with information and compassionate care is the most important thing we can do to assure our patients have a wonderful experience with us. So, I think I'm going to start a frontline patient experience champion team with frontline associates from every department. Great idea, right, Chief Quality Officer Kim? I don't know, Mindy. I want to create a patient safety champion program for Christus Santa Rosa Healthcare to help us make sure that we're providing safe and reliable, high-quality care. That's what's really important after all. How happy will a patient be if they develop a hospital-acquired infection like a catheter-associated urinary tract infection or a central line-associated bloodstream infection or even fall in the hospital? Hmm. We We got got it. it. They're both Both important. important. What patients want us to do is not hurt them, heal them, and be nice to them. Pretty simple, really. Whether we're talking patient experience or patient safety, The one really important thing that we have in common is the the patient. patient. When we put the patient at the center, everything seems to fall into place. And that was the start of our One Path Partner Program. We realized that it would be more cost-effective and help us to reach our goals by combining our efforts. Everyone in healthcare is so busy today and pulling staff out of departments for separate meetings was not very efficient or cost-effective. And truly, a patient's experience is a combination of safety, reliability, and compassion. If we are safe but not compassionate, they will not have a good experience. If we are kind and they get hurt, they will also not have a good experience. One of our sister hospitals had already used the term One Path Partner, and so we adopted their model in the spring of 2016. Kim, tell them how it works. Each quarter, frontline associates from each department meet together over breakfast or lunch. The first year, we focused on a lot of education. We taught them about what it means to be a one-path partner. Mindy educated them on our patient satisfaction surveys, age caps, and even on value-based purchasing. She taught them a game with a beach ball to play at staff meetings to hardwire the communication tool AIDIT and keywords. I taught them about environment of care and joint commission standards. We built an assessment and engaged them in assessing their work areas every month looking at dangerous situations. We even played games like what's wrong with this picture, showing them photos of expired supplies, cluttered areas, boxes stacked on the floor. There was a prize for the person who won the most things that they could find as an opportunity. We taught them how to safely evacuate patients in the event of fire. So this really was not only a huge learning experience for them, but it was also fun. Yeah, it was. And we taught them to cuss. Oh, wait, not what you're thinking. We taught them team steps training, and cuss is one of the tools. I'm concerned. I am uncomfortable. This is a safety issue. We wanted them all to feel empowered to be that patient safety officer for their own department. 
They learn to use SBAR to communicate clearly, call for a timeout and to debrief as needed. We are all in this together and we need to depend on each other to keep our patients safe. Many of the teams even ask for a facilitator to come to their department to conduct team steps training. So you are probably wondering, what difference does this all make? Kim, tell them about our results so far. Each year, our healthcare team participates in the Agency for Healthcare Research and Quality's Patient Safety Culture Survey. From 2015 to 2017, we began to see some dramatic improvement. Remember, we started our One Path Partner Program in 2016. Some of the specific questions addressed within this survey have to do with teamwork within units. Our score increased from 2015, which was the 50th percentile, up to the 75th percentile in 2017. Another question within the survey talks about teamwork across units. We saw also improvement in that area from the 50th percentile all the way up to the 75th percentile. Then there is a final question that talks about overall perceptions of patient safety. And that improved the most dramatically from a 41st percentile all the way to the 90th percentile. There also, Mindy, is a question about feedback and communication about errors that saw some improvement as well from the 58th percentile to the 90th percentile. And then finally, there's a question about communication and non-punitive response to errors. You know, some people like to think of that as being just culture. Whenever we looked at that question, we saw improvement from the 60th percentile all the way to the 90th percentile. And that has really shown also in our near-miss reporting. We've seen increases in our near-miss reporting and our overall occurrence reporting as well once we started this. I think it really helps having unit-based people looking at this. Yeah, it's really pretty powerful. Yeah. And I think it speaks a lot to our Team Steps work that we did as well. I do. Yeah. I, I agree. So, are you all convinced now? I bet you're all saying, how do we get started? We had our name, and we had a cute logo from one of our sister hospitals. So we built our concept around what they did. We talked with leadership about our vision. It's important to get the senior leaders engaged, and then for all of our leaders to be engaged, because we needed them to get their champions to the meeting. We asked them to find us a champion, someone who's passionate about providing safe, reliable, and compassionate care to every patient. At our first meeting, we did an icebreaker to help everyone get to know each other. We had each champion talk about how the work they do contributes to that safe, reliable, compassionate care. You know, Kim, it was really fun to see the departments who typically felt removed from the patient experience, like perhaps lab and central supply, talk about how they impact the experience. You see, if you're not delivering direct patient care, then you are certainly supporting someone else who is. We asked our senior leaders to attend this first meeting to show their support for the program. We created a badge buddy to distinguish our One Path partners, sort of like a badge of honor. Senior leadership continues to pop in to show how important they feel these One Path partners are and the difference they are making in our organization. You know what, Kim? I think they also enjoy all the fun we're having. One of our toughest challenges was finding the right time for this meeting. When we have a 24-7 organization, it's hard to find what works for most people. 
We started with lunch, but several of our facilities have moved to early morning over breakfast, so you may have to play with that in your organization as well. And Mindy, I remember early on starting to talk about the concept of zero harm and high reliability characteristics. We asked each of our OnePath partners to share what they felt patient harm was, really, and then we shared our corporate definition. We asked them if they felt that zero harm was something that we could attain, and how could we do that? Each one of them had a slightly different answer, but across the board, they felt that we could get to zero harm if we worked together. At each of our campuses, we have something pretty uniquely displayed in our halls as our patients begin to enter, and this really came from our OnePath partners, and I kind of want to share this, but first I'm going to ask Mindy to share with you an experience that she had at Press Ganey as we were starting this program, and so Mindy... Yes, just as we were getting started with our One Path partners and they were looking at zero harm, I was at the Prescani Conference, the National Patient Experience Conference, and they had on this big board that we walked by going from session to session, it said commit to zero harm, and people would go by and they would sign it and they would write little notes on there about why they were committed to zero harm, and I took pictures and brought it back to Kim and I said, we need this board and it morphed into this quilt project. Yeah, and so, you know, we shared this idea about what Mindy had seen at Prescani, and we also, I want to share, have a pretty active patient family advisory committee in each of our campuses, and so our patients and their families are involved in our patient safety programs, and in working with them and, and kind of making them aware of these programs, they became aware that we were on this zero harm journey and that we had the One Path Park. Partners. One of them, who is pretty good at quilting, volunteered to help us with our work. What they did was they made unique quilts for each of our facilities, and we have five facilities. And so each of our five facilities proudly displays in their lobby a quilt that has now been framed that says committed to zero harm. And with that, our One Path partners led the charge in going back and working with each of our departments who committed to their One Path journey as well to zero harm. And as we began working on our journey, one of the things that I'm really proud of that this team has helped us to be able to work on has to do a lot with infection prevention. I think everyone knows that infection prevention and healthcare-acquired infections is a tremendous problem in the United States. And our OnePath partners are pretty passionate about that. So one of the things that they became aware of as we were sharing some of our corporate definitions is that we had a, a rising incidence of C. diff or Clostridium difficile interbacter colitis. So at that time, they wanted to help with that, and so our infection preventionists joined us, and they shared about a program that they were working on to make sure that our environment was clean. And they had purchased technology that really through black light, they can tell if our surfaces are clean. So to demonstrate, they grabbed my cell phone. And um, in our, our meetings, and I, I got smart after the first one, it really cleaned it good. But the, the first time that they did that, it showed that my cell phone really kind of wasn't that clean. Yet, um, how many of us take cell phones into our patient rooms? It's pretty thought-provoking for us. And But this team, through their work, 
really became passionate about the importance of a clean environment and about how important hand hygiene is. And we began an aggressive hand hygiene campaign and work hard on that still today. Now, we have, since that time, seen a real impact in our incidence of hospital-acquired infections. You know, our C. diff cases are down over 70% from where they were when we started our work here. And it's amazing. You know, it's beyond just C. difficile. We are seeing an increase or an improvement in our overall hospital-acquired infections. As a matter of fact, we're about half of what we were before we started the program. And so not only is it a culture thing, but it's really impacting our patients. So now we're in 2018, and we've done a lot of the education pieces. So we have some pretty interesting plans for our OnePath partners for this year. We have been studying principles of lean and certainly realize and agree that problems are best solved with those closest to the problem. So this year, we're going to ask them to help us solve some complex problems. For instance, in our last meeting, some shared that they feel communication is difficult in a large, complex organization. They believe that we could do better with communication with our staff, physicians, with our patients and families. We are going to use a problem-solving process to acquire their ideas in tackling this complex problem. We have enjoyed working with our OnePath partners and each other and truly believe it's a great way to get frontline associates involved in making us a better organization and creating a safe, reliable, and compassionate experience for all of our patients. I'm hopeful that you too will have significant results if you decide to go down this journey as well. Thank you for letting us share it with you. Thanks for listening. Please visit ashram.org for more information and more educational offerings.